You are listening to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast, episode 273, Connecting with Kids Through Connection Bids. This is Less Drama, More Mama, the podcast for moms who want to feel calm, in control, and confident about how to handle anything life throws their way. If you're ready to go from feeling frazzled and disrespected to feeling calm and connected, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Pam Howard. Hey, Mama, welcome to the podcast. Today is the last day of October. It's Halloween, which is always a fun holiday at my house. I mean, any reason to play dress up and eat chocolate is a good time, right? You know what else is a good time? Getting two five star podcast reviews in one week. And I want to share them with you. The first is from Goal Knowles 13, and it's titled, This is What I Needed Five Years Ago. It says, Pam does such a good job talking about the struggles I feel as a mom of three littles. I wish I would have found this podcast six years ago when I was a first-time mom. It could have helped me so much sooner. Loved the episode on the phone challenge. I'm working on this all the time. Thanks for this show, Pam. Well, thank you for taking the time to leave a review. I so, so, so appreciate it. And I think you found me at exactly the right time. That episode she's referring to was episode 261 called How to Break Up with Your Phone and Be a More Present Mom, which I will put in today's show notes. The other review is titled Pam is Amazing. And it's from California Lily, who says, Pam's podcast is so professional and polished. It's packed with important advice for parents and caregivers. Such a valuable podcast. Thank you. It is so fun for me to read these and they really do help other moms decide whether to listen to the show. If you haven't left a review yet and you're getting value from listening, please take five minutes out of your day to write a couple of sentences about why you listen and how the show has helped you. And if you have a Spotify account, please give me a five-star rating there as well. It literally takes two seconds to do. And as we're nearing the end of 2023, I want to invite you to schedule a free call with me so I can help you get clear on who you want to be as a mom, understand what's getting in your way, and identify steps to achieve your goals before the madness of the holidays start so you can feel calmer and more confident going into the holiday season. Go to lessdramamoremama.com forward slash mini to schedule that today. Now on to today's topic, connecting with kids through connection bids. The term bids for connection comes from the work of world-renowned psychologist Dr. John Gottman and his wife, Dr. Julie Schwartz-Gottman, founders of the Gottman Institute, known for its extensive research on couples and relationships. The Gottmans have developed various theories and methods for understanding the dynamics of relationships and predicting their success or failure. The concept of bids for connection is a central idea in their research and refers to the ways people make attempts to connect with each other. These bids can be verbal or nonverbal and serve as opportunities for building and maintaining emotional closeness and intimacy. Dr. Gottman's research shows that how we respond to these bids can have a big impact on the quality of our relationships. If we respond positively and turn toward the person, it strengthens our bond. But if we consistently turn away from them by ignoring or responding negatively, it can weaken the bond. Last week in one of my free sessions for stressed out moms, 
I spoke with a mother about these bids for connection, and two days later, I received the following message. Thank you again for the coaching this week. Because of our session, I was able to notice a bid for connection from my son, and it created a wonderful opportunity. I appreciate you. In episode 56, I talked about connection as one of the core emotional needs of all children. Kids are constantly expressing their need for connection through bids, but we adults don't always pick up on them. So I'm going to talk about the most common ways kids and teens make bids so you can start recognizing and responding to them positively moving forward. The first way kids attempt to connect is through their first language of play. Whether it's a game of hide and seek, building with Legos, playing video games, or going on a bike ride together, participating in their playtime strengthens your connection. If you find it challenging to want to play with your kids, check out episode 38 called The Power of Play for some inspiration. Another bid for connection is asking for help. When kids ask for help with choosing their clothes for the day or cleaning their rooms, for example, you could turn away from them by saying, you're perfectly capable of doing that yourself. Or it could be a chance to sit with them while they do it and offer support. Some kids just want you to be in the room with them because they get lonely. When they ask you to help with their algebra homework, even if you have no clue how to solve equations, you can view it as a way to connect over the idea that math can be challenging and frustrating for both of you. Just yesterday, Dahlia asked if I wanted to help her put up Halloween decorations. Right away, I recognized this as a bid for connection, but I was eating my lunch at the time. So I didn't just drop everything to help her, but I did say, Sure, as soon as I finish my lunch. Asking for help can sometimes feel vulnerable too. So turning toward your child when they ask for it can create a sense of emotional safety. Physical touch like hugs, kisses, and snuggles are often obvious bids for connection. But even simple things like reaching out their hand for you to hold theirs or sitting down close to you on the couch while you're watching TV is a request for connection. Sharing accomplishments, interests, and stories is another big one. Some kids will rush right over to you to show you a drawing or something they want you to see, but others might just say, Mom, come here. Whenever my older daughter would say that, I'd want to know what she wanted before getting up and going to her. And she would answer, just come here. I used to feel really annoyed and inconvenienced until I recognized it as a bid for connection. Now, the first thing she says every night when she comes home from work is, Mom, come downstairs. Most nights, I'm exhausted and already in bed, but I remind myself that this is an opportunity to connect with her about her day, listen to her stories about work, and show her how much I value her. So I drag myself out of bed to go downstairs, and I never regret it. When my daughters want to share TikTok videos, playlists on Spotify, and stories about their teachers or friends, I'm all ears. I love being in the know, and it demonstrates to them that I care about their lives. Invitations to spend time with you are direct bids for connection. Sometimes my older daughter will ask to come to the grocery store or the gym with me, and whenever possible, I'll say, sure. I'll never forget when last summer she asked to go to a bar class with me, which surprised me. I warned her that her first class might be really challenging, and she said, I know I might not like it or ever go again but it just seems like a good opportunity to spend time with you. True story. When kids seek your advice or opinions on issues they're facing academically or socially, take the chance to engage with them and offer your guidance. 
When they confide in you about their feelings, concerns, or challenges, it's a clear bid for emotional connection, comfort, and support. When they admit to making a mistake or apologize, it's an opportunity to connect through understanding and forgiveness. And when your teenager sends you a text message, respond promptly and positively. All of these are ways that kids make bids. But not all bids for connection are done with positive behavior. Some bids are made through whining, throwing a tantrum, arguing, or being uncooperative. Many parenting experts will suggest that you enforce consequences to avoid reinforcing this kind of behavior. But even when kids are acting out, they're often just trying to communicate their core need for connection and understanding. They want to know that they're seen and that they matter. You might still choose to enforce a consequence, but do it after you connect with them by validating their emotions and showing them that you understand their point of view, even if you don't agree with it. A child whose emotional state is well-nurtured is less likely to resort to negative bids in the future. So the key is to try to respond with love and compassion, regardless of the form their bid takes. But just like any relationship, it's not about being perfect. There will be times you won't respond to their bids for connection, either because you don't pick up on them, or you're tired, or not in a great mood. That's okay. The idea is to start noticing these bids more, pay attention to your responses, and when you unconsciously, or even consciously, turn away from your child, you can go back and repair things by making your own attempts to connect with them. This week, start to notice all the ways your kids make bids and how the way you respond to those bids makes a difference in your relationships. If you found this episode helpful, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts, give it a five-star rating on Spotify, and share it with a mama friend. Have a happy and safe Halloween, and I'll talk to you again next week. Bye-bye. If you enjoy listening to this podcast and you're ready to feel calmer, more confident, and more at peace in your family and life, I invite you to sign up for a free consultation with me to learn about how my coaching can help you achieve the exact life you want. You'll take the concepts and tools I share in the podcast and apply them to your own life. And as your coach, I'll be there to support you every step of the way. Go to lessdramamoremama.com forward slash mini and sign up now.